On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with Betsy McGinn, an Amazon expert guru. Oh man, we had such a great conversation. We talked about all of the pitfalls that she has seen with direct consumer brands making the jump over to Amazon and the ones to avoid. You guys are not going to want to miss this one. If you are a mid seven figure brand and above, listen up. Are you struggling with ads this year? Uh, How about growth in general? What about profitability? Supply chain issues got you down? You are not alone. As a brand owner myself, I totally get this. iOS 14 has ravaged many smaller brands. The good news, our clients at Upgrowth and the brands that we own have not been touched. Don't get me wrong. We had to fight to figure out how to advertise effectively in a post-surveillance ad world, but we learned some incredible lessons along the way, and we want to share some of those lessons with you. So go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow to apply for a free growth plan today so we can show you what is working in a post iOS 14.5 world. Again, that is www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow. Now on to today's episode. Are you an e-commerce founder or marketing leader struggling to get new offers or creative and copy to test fast enough in your ad accounts? Do you feel like your ad campaigns are falling flat and not generating the results that you actually need this year? The pain of not being able to effectively test and optimize your ad campaigns can lead to tons of missed sales and a huge amount of lost revenue, but we've created a solution. Introducing the Viral Offer Bundle from Upgrowth Commerce. For just $99, you're going to receive 10 highly engaging image creatives, 30 scroll-stopping headlines, 30 captivating ad copy variations, and 30 ad descriptions. These powerful tools are going to help you quickly test and optimize your ad campaigns to get the best results possible. Do not miss out on another sale. Visit www.upgrowthcommerce.com slash offer to buy today and then start seeing that relief from your ad campaign pain. Again, that's upgrowthcommerce.com slash offer. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Today, I am joined by Betsy McGinn, an Amazon guru, expert, Whatever other word you want to use, I'm really looking forward to uh, this conversation today. We're going to be talking all about uh, the pitfalls to avoid for D2C brands moving over to Amazon. And sorry, and instead of moving over to Amazon, really adding Amazon as a sales channel. Um, I have made a massive amount of mistakes this year, and I wish I had been able to chat with somebody like Betsy before I made all of these mistakes. So um, I'm going to try and do you guys a solid and have a great conversation with Betsy today. So Betsy, welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Hi, Jordan. Thanks for having me. Oh, yes, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, this conversation. You're just you're so nice uh, so far. So uh, we'll, we'll see as we go along. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, you don't get uh, too mean uh, with me here coming up. It's so. hard not to get surly when you're talking about Amazon, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how I feel right now. A hundred percent. Betsy, for people who don't know anything about you, tell us just a little bit about who you are and what you do. Sure. So I'm based in the U.S., first of all. Yeah. And um, I've been working in e-commerce for about 16 years now with consumer products brands, which is like a million dog years, right? When you think about what was totally. products brands in e-commerce 16 years ago, it wasn't much. But yeah. um, so I work for a brand called Seventh Generation, which is the U.S. 
largest non-toxic cleaning products brand. We had baby diapers and wipes and personal yeah, care. Products. That's right. Big, yeah. big brand. It was a big brand. And yeah. I thought there'd be this great opportunity on e-commerce, even though a lot of people didn't agree with me because laundry detergent leaks and, you know, things are heavy, right? Yeah. But we, we launched with Amazon at that time, um, as well as some other players that were around then and have since been bought. And it just turned into a big business for 7th Gen. So about eight years ago, I went off and started my own company where I help brands launch or fix their Amazon businesses or create a strategy that balances Amazon with their direct-to-consumer business. Um, I wrote a book called The Amazon Roadmap, How cool. Innovative Brands Are Reinventing the Path to Market, with um, one of my first clients and good friends, Phil Siegel. Um, so really I've just lived in that ecosystem for a long time. And I, I I've lived, I've lived with these brands experience and I like to help them, uh, basically avoid the pitfalls. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's, let's talk about those pitfalls. You know, people who listen to this podcast for the most part, um, there's some agency people, uh, that, that love listening, but for the most part, these are sort of seven and eight figure direct consumer brands, people who've been mm -hmm. pretty successful, um, so far and are looking to, to scale up to that next level. And a lot of people that are listening to this have not made the move uh, to Amazon or have not added Amazon as a sales channel, or to be honest, most third-party marketplaces haven't added. Let's talk about that specifically. When does it make sense for brands to make that move? And, and what kind of brands does that make sense for? Is it, is it everyone? So, um, Jordan, I'm not sure of all the listeners, but the, my specialty is like that consumer products brands, like health and beauty, food and yeah. beverage, baby yeah. supplements, household, all of those categories. It is my belief that having a parallel direct to consumer and Amazon um, strategy at the same time is the best way to go for a lot of different reasons, which okay. we could go into. But there's no reason to have one or the other. I feel like both of them work so well together. Yeah. So, so t tell me, like, does it make sense for every brand? Like, okay. should every brand be on Amazon? That's a really good question. Let me run down some of what I think are the reasons for both direct-to-consumer and Amazon in parallel. You know, there are a lot of people that love to go to a direct-to-consumer site because of the brand love, because of the extra special offers. Sometimes it's swag, sometimes it's recipes, whatever it might be. But there are people you will never in a million years get to go to your direct-to-consumer site because they want the ease of going to Amazon, yeah. building a basket, having it on subscription so they can get it every month, feeling like they're getting the, a fair price, being able to buy their dog food along with a cashmere sweater, you know, all of those things mm. that will keep them from going to your site. So having that balance of the two consumers is perfect for a brand. The other thing that makes it important for the brand itself is Amazon is a volume play, right? Especially in the U.S. Canada hasn't grown quite as quickly as the U.S. obviously did. Yeah. It's a volume play um, in so many different ways. But at your own direct-to-consumer site, you get all of this great information about your customer, all of this data about your consumer that you, you won't really get that depth of information from Amazon. So they both serve goals for you as a brand and they serve different goals for consumers who shop there. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So let's talk about, so let's just say a brand, you know, they've made the decision. Okay. We're going to, we're going to move over to Amazon. What are some of the, those common pitfalls that you see brands making right away? 
it starts from the very beginning, which can be setting up your Amazon account. We get lulled into this idea that since it's so easy to shop on Amazon, it's also easy to sell on Amazon and it could not be further from the truth. So um, getting your account set up correctly is where a lot of people uh, you know, struggle even in the very beginning. And what that means is it can take months then to activate it correctly. It can um, have Amazon shut your account down and not get any further. So even those little tactical pieces are so important from the beginning. Then you know, when I talk about the foundation that brands should lay, having that foundation right is so important. Like, do you have the right products in the right packs? You know, not just for weight leakage and breakage, but also for, is it the right count for the consumer? Yeah. Is it profitable for you? Because most likely a single unit of your product is not going to be profitable on Amazon. It's got to be in that sweet spot of Yeah, I was going to say, preach it. Right. Yeah, I hear you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And profitability is, it can be challenging, especially for consumable brands, for consumer products brands. We don't have the margins that, you know, electronics or some of the other, you know, healthier categories have. So it is really important to get that right, to understand what's involved in advertising and promotion, to um, know what the practices around best content are. Because let's face it, if somebody goes to your page and it looks mediocre, they're probably going to go somewhere else where it looks yeah. better. So yeah. can't underscore the importance of content, but, but Amazon content is different than your own website content. So it's really important to know what all these best practices are around these foundational elements. Betsy, can you give me a couple examples of how Amazon content differs? Because I feel like I finally figured that out after, you know, trying to navigate this for about a year. Mm -hmm. What is different? Because and I think that's the, the issue that a lot of direct consumer people have is they're really good at the direct consumer side of building yeah. out funnels and building out incredible flywheels on their website and, and communities and all this kind of stuff. And then you go to Amazon and it's like, ugh. What do I yeah. what do I do? Like so what does that look like content-wise versus a D2C site? It's it's a perfect analogy because what a lot of D2C brands do is go over into Amazon and create this beautiful brand store and yeah. this beautiful A+ content which is that enhanced content that lives below the fold. Yeah. And neither of Done. those Done. things index and in search at all. Not oh. at all. Yeah. <laughs> So, so they, a, they a plus content doesn't index in search. Nope. Nope. Oh. The only thing that indexes in search is the product title and the five bullet points, that basic content. And most people breeze right over that. Most brands take that for granted because they're so in love with the enhanced, beautiful content they can do for their brand store or the, or the enhanced or the A plus content. And while it does increase conversion, it's not what indexes in search, right? So, totally. and Amazon is a search engine. Right. That's what it the is. In the world, right? Yeah. yeah. So getting that title and five bullet points is the most important thing you can do. Um, having your main image look big and beautiful in that white space and having the seven secondary images that you get on that landing page, that basic content page, tell your story, right? Because mm -hmm. if you can't tell it in that little basic content block, your brand store and the A plus content aren't going to serve you because people won't go past it. They just mm. won't. It's so essential to have that basic content right. And it's it, not pretty. It's not gorgeous, but it's 
essential. Honestly, that, that makes me feel better knowing that it's, and that's funny because of course, as direct consumer people, we look at all of that other stuff first, right? I wouldn't even think to like, oh, it's as basic as like, make sure this stuff's optimized first. (laughs) Yes. Yep. Yeah. And, and if you, so if you go and look at a product title, for example, you'll see some they have that are loaded with beautiful search terms, but they're still readable by the consumer because right, yeah. that has to be the balance. You have to be able to read the title. But those are people that know what they're doing and they're doing it right because they know that those search terms are going to index highest. And 78% of searches on Amazon do not start with a brand name. They start with those search terms. So you're setting yourself up for success by having those in your basic content. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Betsy, pitfall number two. The wrong product. Ah, okay. Okay. Talk to me about that. So you might think on your website, it's great because you can like create custom uh, orders for people. Let's say you're a cereal brand and they want to buy three of your flavors. So you take a box, you throw three boxes of cereal, three different boxes of cereal in it. Well, on Amazon, you pretty much have to have that product pack ready to land in Amazon's warehouse and ship out to the consumer. Amazon is not going to create that pack for you. So but going back to the cereal example, a 12 pack isn't going to be right for the consumer, right? It's probably going to cost them 50 bucks on top of that, which isn't the right price point. And a single unit isn't going to be profitable for you. So you have to think of getting the pack right, which for a cereal brand might be a three pack, mm. right? For, for a bar company, it might be the 12 pack caddy of bars. Yeah. For a laundry detergent company, it might be a concentrated uh, laundry detergent rather than that 50 ounce or hundred ounce container. Totally. Yeah. So really looking at what is it that works for the consumer and can be profitable for you are, that's probably the biggest pitfall that brands encounter. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. I even think with our products, um, you know, that we've put on that I'm like, Oh, you know what? Wrong, wrong product. How, how price sensitive are Amazon shoppers? So this is another thing I tell my clients a lot. Amazon shoppers expect a fair price, but in survey, I use a survey in some of my presentations that shows that the the very top reasons people go to Amazon is for selection and the free delivery and speed of delivery. They expect good prices. They expect fair prices, but they don't go specifically for price. And so if brands are pricing their products low because they think that's going to make them successful on Amazon, it's just not. It's not. There's, you know, any given sort of product category you're in, the price range is tremendous from, you know, low end to premium. It doesn't mean you have to be at that low end. And I always encourage using that money and spending it on Amazon advertising rather than building it into discounted pricing. Mm, Gotcha. Gotcha. Do discounts work on Amazon, like having, having a, a set price, um, because that's, that's a huge D2C play, right? Is like inflate your price a bit and discount yeah. is, and I, and sorry, one that I personally don't subscribe to <laughs> just FYI. I, I don't, I don't love that. I think that's, that's pretty sleazy. Is that something that works on Amazon? I would say minimally. And I'll tell you why. Um, 
what what tends to work on Amazon is coupons, right? Because that coupon shows up on the page where the search page where people are looking for, it can work as a great acquisition tool. Mm. It doesn't mean you're incenting every single consumer that normally buys your product and is already on subscription. So it can be a great acquisition tool. But think about it if you're discounting. You're just kind of discounting and you're lost in this gigantic unlimited shelf of other products Unlike at a store where if you're on a store a store shelf and you're discounting, people will see it. It'll really pop out at them. Yeah. But not when you're looking at, you know, another thousand products that you're buried in. So that's why I really discourage discounting in favor of, the, of, of other activities like coupons. Or if you're going to discount, do it during those key times like Prime Day in July mm-hmm. or the cyber holidays around Thanksgiving, U.S. Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, um, and get the value then. But as a regular practice, discounting is not the best tactic on, on Amazon. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Uh, let's move on and uh, chat a little bit about Amazon PPC. I'd love to hear the, the big pitfalls that you see brands making uh, when they test out Amazon PPC. So there are two. One of the biggest ones is not giving it enough time to see if it works. Okay. Right. I've seen brands be what I would call day traders with their PPC, right? Just constantly changing things to see if one of those things is the magic bullet. But it takes time, as you know, Jordan, because you're an an agency person, you have agency experience. You need to tweak those campaigns and enrich them and figure out what works and, you know, have adequate budget against it to make sure that you see it run all times of day through all sorts of uh, times of the week, right? Because those all, all those factors contribute to its success. But the biggest challenge I see right now with Amazon US is the bigger brands have gotten into the PPC advertising in a way that they hadn't three, let's say three years ago. Okay. It was, so a lot of the smaller brands were getting the benefits of it. They were much better at using it. Like, you know, we're talking hip, cool, flexible brands, right? Yeah. The minute the big CPG companies got into it, it has driven up the prices, the price per click, right? So Mm. that's another thing that brands have to really work on is what can you get from the bottom of that search term barrel that will still be effective for your brand without paying those top dollar search term prices that the big companies are paying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you have a recommendation? And, And I'm sure it's different for every category, but is there a general recommendation for what you can expect to pay to acquire customers on Amazon through PPC? There really isn't because the, the you're right, the categories vary so widely, like uh, supplements is the one of the most competitive, for example. Mm, I'm, I'm sure. And Amazon's, yeah, Amazon sells 77% of the supplements sold online in the US. And so you can only imagine how expensive and competitive that PPC is. Wow. And yeah. And then when you go to some other categories that aren't nearly as competitive, it can be a lot less expensive. The the ROAS and the tacos can be a lot more reasonable. And so it's very hard to put a number to even a category. It really has to be a brand by brand sort of analysis, trial and error by that brand to see what works. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Betsy, I got to ask you the question I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. What is your secret to scaling? I would say my secret to scaling is getting the foundation right before you jump in on everything else, right? So someone said this quote recently, and I just love it. 
don't let a series of tactical decisions substitute for a well-crafted strategy. Mm. And that's what I see happen a lot. Like people go, oh, I'm going on Amazon. So they do this and then they do this and then they do this, but they haven't come with an overall strategy. Yeah, totally. Right. And yeah, same on the on the D to C side. We see that consistently when people don't have a solid strategy to go off of. And you get locked in sometimes because of those tactics you took, right? Instead of figuring it out. So I would say having doing all the groundwork about understanding the platforms, your profitability, content best practices, um, right product, right pack for the consumer, for you, for profitability. Getting that right before you stick a toe in the Amazon River, because it can really, it's a fast tide and you can go down fast and have to recover in a way that's painful for brands. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, Betsy, it's been so nice having you on here. I I got three more questions for you. I hope that you're ready. Yep, I'm ready. All right. Uh, First question, favorite tool or app that you're using these days? So it's not new and exciting by any means, but I like to use Helium 10 and Jungle Scout, which are great Amazon tools for understanding directional sales, um, you know, search term volume, things like that. Amazon is, you know, in this space where they don't give that kind of information, um, especially sales data. So remember, when you use these apps, it is directional, but at least gives you a sense of what's going on in a product category or with particular brands. And so for me, that's a must-have, go-to, can't-live-without tool. Yeah, yeah. And I've played around in both those tools, and they're absolutely unreal. I wish we had uh, more tools like that for direct-to-consumer to, I know, <laughs> to, see, right? to see what's going on yeah. in different product categories. Yeah. Uh, second question for you. Favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to right now? Oh, oh, yeah. How I Built This by Guy Raz. Uh, it's great favorite. Yeah, it is. It is. And so many of those brands I know and love and have worked with because there are so many of them are in that natural products category where I live. But of course, my favorite book is the Amazon Roadmap. Yes. The book that I wrote with my colleague, Phil Siegel. And the reason we did it was as a foundation for brands that can't afford, like you said, to work with an agency. It's a great educational tool for trying to figure out that entry into Amazon. Awesome. And guys, we will make sure to have the link uh, to that book in the show notes. So please go and check that out if you were thinking about dipping your toes uh, into the Amazon waters. Um, Highly, highly recommend uh, that. Even just chatting with Betsy for 20 minutes here. uh, I know that uh, I can hear that she is an expert in this this area. Um, Last question for you, Betsy. Uh, You just found out you have a year to live. What changes? Um, I probably would travel the world and have fond dreams about Amazon instead of living it every day. <laughs> I mean, how can you not, right? It's, yeah. the, it's just like such a big, beautiful world out there. And um, I love what I do, but I have to say, you know, after two years of lockdown and COVID, the world calls. Yes. Yes, yes, I'm with you. Uh, Betsy, this was absolutely great. Um, where can people find out more about you and connect with you? Yep. So please go to my website, which is mcginnecom.com, spelling of my name, M-C-G-I-N-N-E-C-O-M, which is E-C-O-M-M.com, or just Google my name, Betsy McGinn, and a lot of stuff will show up. I do a lot of public speaking, and you can sort of track me down from there. Or visit my LinkedIn profile. Um, So reach out to me through either of those things if you want to chat more or if you have questions. And I'm just about to start publishing a series of articles on LinkedIn, so Keep an eye out for those. Awesome. That's great. And again, guys, we'll make sure to have all of those links in the show notes for you. Betsy, thank you again so much for your time today. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Jordan. 
Hey guys, if you're looking to scale your e-commerce brand, you need tips and strategies from people who have actually done it. Stop reading those newsletters written by marketers who have only ever spent founders' hard-earned money and start reading from the perspective of seven and eight-figure founders. That's why we're launching the Secrets to Scaling newsletter to give you real, actionable advice from founders with firsthand experience. Get the latest strategies from ad campaigns, budgeting, wholesale, partnerships, and so much more. Sign up for our beta for free at secrets.upgrowthcommerce.com. Hey guys, just wanted to say thanks again so much for listening to the podcast. If I could ask one favor of you, it would be to share this with your other e-commerce store owner friends. Uh, we want uh, everyone in the e-com space uh, to be listening to this podcast and lots of you guys already are and we really, really appreciate that. One last thing before you go as well is we are offering to our podcast listeners a free e-commerce growth plan where we go from strategy to sale with your brand in this e-commerce growth plan. So feel free to go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com slash grow and apply for a free growth plan today. Thank you all again so much for listening.